Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Knights of the Pageless Library. I am Bo Knight, joined as always by my brother, Ryan Knight, and today we are continuing our side quest into anime, where we are nothing but simple squires, where we are looking at Cowboy Bebop. I know people have probably been waiting for this one for a while, so here it is. Yeah, we have a hard time. This should be the easiest of our shows that we do, and for some reason we have the hardest time getting together and recording this, but... We're going to do the same thing this time that we did last time. So we're going to have the episodes running in the background. We are going to watch them live and then give our reactions. And hopefully for the sake of the audio version of the podcast, we'll kind of do a summary and things at the end of each episode. And that is probably all you're going to hear in the audio version. So this version of the show is much better viewed for video, I would say, on YouTube because... Um, you'll actually get to see the things we are talking about on screen when we talk about them. So just be aware of that. Yeah. <clears throat> and today we're going to be taking a look at episodes 19, 20, and 21. And we're going to start it off with episode 19, which is called Wild Horses. And this one, the storyboard was by... Oh, man. Uh, I should have got the robots to t say it. <laughs> uh Umenosuke Ida. Um, and then it was directed by Hirokazu Yamada. And it was written by Akihiko Inari. The looks like this one also did not have an original air date on Tokyo TV. And... Okay, hang on. What does that mean again that it didn't air on Tokyo TV? I'm not sure. There's only a limited run of these, it looks like, that aired on this Tokyo TV network. And I, I'm i not really sure why that is. And I mean, it looks like only about half of the episodes even showed up on that network. Interesting. Yeah. The original air date for this episode on the Wow Wow network is March 6th, 1999. And then the English air date is November 5th, 2001. Anything else? Wild horses. Uh, no. All right. Well, here we go. <clears throat> and again, can we we'll... talk? Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Let's talk. We'll talk over it as much as we can to, to keep it kind of interesting for audio and stuff like that. Plus, can you give me a reminder of what happened last time? Oh, uh, that was the episode with where they found the videotape, right? Of Faye, like, from her background, right? When she was young. Before she lost her memory? I believe so, yeah. Okay. And it was like it. on a Betamax, right? Yeah. Is that audio still okay for you? Can you hear it? Yeah. Still? Okay, and we'll just, we'll kind of adjust it as we go. Um, this, the one thing that's hard about this too is when I posted this to YouTube, it immediately gets flagged for copyright, which rightfully so, obviously. And that's not our goal. We're not trying to, like, show the full episode somewhere else for any, you know... No, I don't... Yeah, this isn't for, like, pirate purposes. No, we just... It just helps, I feel like, if we have the episode running and so you get our reaction to what is actually happening on screen at the mm -hmm. time. It makes it a little more interesting than us trying to remember what the episode was about for audio only. Yeah, that's a good way to show they made it, just by showing, like, a picture at the end. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say, is this episode, <clears throat> that episode had, like, a ton of just character building in just that last little 10 seconds right there. Like, just super yeah. simple, 
I, I don't know. Very, very effective storytelling in that one. I like that one. I probably need to rewatch it. I don't. I didn't really understand the beginning part, maybe because we were talking. Yeah, I know. I about, felt, felt kind of about, dumb about that too. About like the why they were hunting those pirates. Well, and then that one guy brought them to that. What was that? Doohan? Is that his name? Yeah. He brought him that that chipboard, and it was something about those same guys. Like they were selling those. Well, or they had like stolen that. it. Yeah. Stolen it. Yeah. That was a good episode, though. I actually really liked that one. I think the music was good. Animation got a little wonky in a couple parts, but... Yeah, that 90s 3D animation was yeah, weird. Yeah, I don't like sure. now 3D animation in anime. I feel like it always looks bad. Yeah, you. I feel like you gotta do one or the other. You yeah, have you to can't do full... fucking both. Exactly. Yeah, the, that's what the Dota show does that I don't like. I know. Some of the, the characters are the dragons look so bad. Yeah, because it looks like they are from a different show than yeah, the they, 2D yeah. animation. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, just quick summary recap here, I guess, for uh, for the just audio version of this. You know, you had the the crew was what were they were like fishing for pirates, basically, right, right out it, Earth, Earth's orbit. Yeah, they were they were leaving Faye as bait. <clears throat> Spike mm-hmm. crashed his ship near the guy who invented the swordfish. Mm-hmm. Or, or I don't, I don't know if invented or is the right word. Maybe built. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say invent is not the right word. <laughs> and then uh, some, some deal went down with those pirates where those pirates were hijacked. They were putting viruses into other ships to hijack them, essentially, while they moved goods. Is what it looked like. Yeah. And then they had some strange chips that showed up while Spike was there with uh, Duhan, the guy who made the swordfish. And then he, uh, they ended up going, he fixed the swordfish, they went back, and they tracked those pirates back down, right? And kind of got the better of them. Well, yeah, they, uh, at least they tracked down the same ship type, right? There was, because there was two of them. Yeah. And then they, they found the correct one. And then they basically shot Spike down, though, in Earth's orbit before they died. Yeah. they disabled his ship in Earth's orbit, and Spike was getting ready to crash down to Earth, and Doohan launched his freaking legit old-school United States rocket. <laughs> that was so cool. Um, to save Spike's ass in Earth's yeah, orbit. Yeah, that, that launching of the of the old-school rocket was badass. Oh, that was yeah. really cool and unexpected. It was unexpected, and I like that they had. They even thought about that because those are designed to be launched vertically until they get into space and then mm-hmm. break away from the thruster. And I like that they thought about that. Like, hey, if you launch this more like an airplane, what would you have to do? And mm-hmm. they had those yeah, nose cool. thrusters and stuff. That was awesome. <clears throat> and then right there at the end, super effective writing. I feel like they were <clears throat> they were getting ready to crash when they uh, spike they rescued spike from the air but then there was an issue with their ship also so they were most likely going to crash back down to earth and spike mm-hmm. kind of didn't really care and then right there at the end that little scrolling shot of the bulletin board in Duhan's office and you see the newest picture is one of them having crash landed the ship back on earth and they're the one dude miles is all giving a thumbs up to the camera just effective storytelling that's all it had to be you know, we as the mm-hmm. people watching know now, oh, they landed and they made it. That's all we need to know. It didn't have to be some crazy freaking dramatic thing. 
Yeah, that was I, that was a great episode. Oh, I'll probably have to watch that one again. The music was great too. I feel like there was nice jazzy bits, and yeah. the ending harmonica was fantastic. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that was solid. I'm 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 here for all the harmonica. <laughs> okay, should we move on. Do you want to move into the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Oh man. Okay, I'm assuming that's French, and I don't know how to say that. Piro Le Fou? Sure. Uh, either way, Requiem for a Clown. What a solid name, Requiem for but a it, Clown. That is a good name. <laughs> this one, let's see, storyboard was by Yoshiyuki Takai. It was also direct, no, yeah, directed by that person as well. And it was written by Sadayuki Morai. Morai? <clears throat> I don't like know. That. Also, again, no air date on the Tokyo TV. Well, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like none of the rest of the episodes aired on Tokyo TV. Yeah. Yep. Till the end of the season. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. It's, I guess I don't understand. <clears throat> There's only a handful of them that looks like were ever released on that network. Yeah. Very strange. Kind of strange. The original air date for this one on the Wow Wow Network was March 13th, 1999, and then the English dub was November 5th, 2001. So same day as the previous episode as well. Yeah, didn't they come... No, never mind. I I, I remember them coming out in blocks. Yeah, well, like those two came out in blocks. Same with the two before it, same with the two mm-hmm. before that. Yeah, it looks like they were releasing two episodes at a time in the United States at one point. Maybe they would air back to back or something like that on, I don't know, Toonami. Was that the Toonami days? Yeah, oh, it says Adult Swim. <clears throat> Wasn't that? Isn't that Toonami? Is that what it was on? I, I, yeah, I, I think so. I, mean, I, I don't remember the distinction. Yeah. Either way, are you ready to jump in this one? Yeah, I am. Requiem for a Clown. That's an awesome name. I just I can't get over that. I'm going to skip the intro on this one. I feel like this one gets me copyright struck immediately. So Really? Yeah. It's just so distinct, you know, the AI bots pick up on it so quick. Oh, man, that was a dark episode. Yeah, it really was. And like, oh, I don't know, not even. um. Oh, God damn. Yeah, that's the end of it. Not even like. uh. Not even like goofy dark. Like that was like dark, dark no, from beginning to end. No, just regular dark. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Wow. Very well done, though. Very genuinely scary. Yeah, that was like I said. He was genuinely a freaking supervillain and a scary one at that. Yeah. Do we want to give our our little summary again? Yeah. So that episode, the Requiem for a Clown episode, was uh. It started off with this strange-looking dude killing some guys from the... What they say they were from? The the ISS? What was it? Uh, ISP or something. I don't know. Whatever the cops are. Yeah. Uh, he, anyway, he took down a bunch of them, and, like, in a very gruesome fashion, and he had this, like, super crazy clown smile on his face, and he kind of looks like a clown. Big, big like, fat suit Yeah, big top thing. hat. Yeah. yeah. Top hat, big frill around his... Uh, around his neck looked legitimately scary i will be honest very unsettling especially like i'm glad that you pointed out that he was like grinding his teeth throughout the episode too which is really good yeah the whole time he's smiling but then there's a few times where it focuses on his face and yeah you can hear this subtle grinding of his teeth um after he kills those initial guys spike has a run-in with him 
and Spike kind of gives him a little bit more of a run for his money. Actually gets some shots off. We find out the dude has like a, a shield. He has a bubble shield on himself, essentially. And uh, apparently this guy had fun, though, fighting with Spike. <clears throat> so going forward, we learn that this guy is kind of going around killing all of these police members, but it's being kept kind of hush-hush because they don't want anybody else to realize that. And as Spike is recovering from his run-in with this guy, they get an invitation to a, well, place on Mars. And when Spike gets there, it's a kind of shut-down amusement park-looking place. Oh, it's so creepy, too. Like, the imagery is so good, and, like, the lighting and shadows are, like, perfect. Yeah, it's very, very effectively, like, creepy for an anime, to be honest. And... When Spike gets there, Jet is also kind of gathering some information um, from Edward hacking into the, the program to figure out who this guy was. And this guy meets Jet there at this amusement park and just wants to fight with him. That's why he invited him there, is to fight. And so they're shooting at each other, shit's going down. <clears throat> And the penguins, we do the penguin scene was awesome when he like goes to the edge of that like ice slide and a bunch of penguins just come flying at him. Yeah, that was like, awesome. Like you said, it's like a demented Mario Party game. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, uh, Edward gets the information that this guy basically they brought him in to make him like a super soldier, and we get all these kind of rapid fire uh, shots of him getting injections and being subjected to torture tests and things where they basically made him invincible, but then he, his mind became unstable. So they stopped the, they stopped the experiment. Well, they went to go put him in prison. And when they were doing that, his mind regressed further to where all he wanted to do is kill. And they said, essentially his mind has regressed to that of a child and what did Jet say? There's nothing more innocent or demented as a child. Yeah. Is that, is that kind of the, the line yeah. he gave? Which is actually very accurate if you really stop and think about it. Because, yeah, like a kid doesn't even realize they might be doing harm. Like you think of pulling wings off a butterfly or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like, yeah, or like, yeah. And that's a, perf that's a perfect example to use. So this guy essentially was like that now. Like he's basically a kid but he's also a super soldier and apparently his mind is continuously regressing still. And we get the shots of spike and him fighting. Hang on a second. Yeah. We get the shots of the spike and him fighting and they like, they get like the stare down scene as like this animatronic parade is going by and spike like sneaks a knife out of his back and throws it but he gets shot by the guy but he hits him in the leg and then we we see where his mind has really regressed to a child because he just starts immediately calling out for his mommy and like gives up as soon as he got hurt and then like the most gruesome thing ever the parade is continuing and there's this huge dog animatron and it steps on him right at the end and squishes him oh man that was some gruesome shit but that was also like a really good episode it was kind of like a horror one, but I, I liked it. Hang on, Bo. Keep talking. Sorry. I, uh, I have that's something okay. to I deal don't... with for just a second. Okay. Well, Ryan deals with this. Yeah, I like that episode. I think the especially this, the 
I mean, the hacking with Edward was a little weird, but then once it kind of transitioned into like the information he was receiving was cool. And I, I like the way they set up and it was really quick, like how they established like what had been done to him. So we could kind of understand that. I like that. I like the music backing for that. It was re- it was a really weird and unsettling track, but it was it was really well done. And I like the transition this show can make from like the last episode, which was kind of like very bombastic in a lot of ways. And then this episode was very like subdued. But I, I feel like it, it plays well to both styles. The show's seems to transition a lot, but it's all, they're, all the episodes are consistently very good. I see why people like this show. I think there's a lot to like about all the different bits and pieces. Yeah, and I thought that episode, even just being kind of slapped in there in the middle, it's not necessarily even about what they normally are doing. They're not bounty hunting or anything, but God damn, it was like some good storytelling. Yeah, it was very super effective storytelling, in my opinion. All right. Give me one more second. Talk, talk for a minute. Give me one more minute. (laughs) Okay. Um, oh man, what should I talk about? Oh, I don't have a lot to say. I'm thinking, um, I guess I, they didn't really explain, but I guess maybe it was like injected into him why he had like essentially superpowers. He could like fly and bounce really weird and had like a shield that only worked for bullets. I don't know how Spike knew that. I mean, maybe I'm just dumb and didn't pick up on all the cues. I don't think they explained it. I think it was. Uh... They just showed, like, that show, the show is really good, I think, about show, not tell. Like, yeah, that's true. I And it doesn't really bother me that they did that, that they just showed you all that stuff, and they weren't like, ooh, inject him with serum number 4672. This was developed yeah, back in that's the blah, true. blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like, no, who gives a shit? Like, no, that's not, that doesn't add to the story if you tell us all of that, unless you're going to fully flesh that out also. So... Just showing him getting his superpowers from what they did to him was really effective, in my opinion. Yeah, I I like that too. I that was that was a good episode, and I kind of wonder if they're, Lee. Like, I I wonder if they're going to circle back to that. Maybe Spike is like a super soldier too that got remade or something, because they they keep like alluding to he has like these dreams of like being in tubes and stuff. And I feel like maybe he has two different eyes, right? Supposedly, even though they well, look the same to that's me. What, yeah, that's what they have said, is that his eyes are two different colors, even though every time they show his eyes, they are the same color. Um, but yeah, I wonder if there is something with that episode alluding to maybe something, like you said, maybe that he was experimented on, or you know, clearly he's been brought back to life, most likely. Yeah, right? Like, he died. That's That's the vibe I get. Okay, sorry about the drama. Um, oh, that that's okay. Sorry, I didn't have a lot to say. It's okay. Hopefully, uh, there won't be any more drama now. Um, yeah, you ready to move on to the next one? Uh, yes. Okay, the next episode, episode twenty-one, is called Boogie Woogie Feng Shui. <laughs> Interesting. This one looks like it was storyboard by Ranta Ushio. That's a name we haven't seen yet in all of these other episodes, I'm pretty sure. Um, it was directed by Ikuro, Ikuro 
Saito, maybe? Yeah, we've seen him before. Yes. Or her. I'm not sure if that's a male or female. Or no, there are they. Yeah, they. They're just, that's the safest way to say it. <clears throat> and it was written <laughs> I know. By... Well, I didn't come <laughs> to that first. <laughs> it was written by uh, Sadayuki Mirai and Shinichiro Watanabe. Again, no. Shinichiro's been around. Yeah. Yeah, and we've discussed this before because Shinichiro was the. Uh, I feel like he's the main kind of director of this show. I believe. I, I think so too. His name comes up all the time at the beginning of the uh, episodes, and then he also did Samurai Champloo. So. Oh, is that why I'm like hell yeah? Yeah, I think so. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Original Wow Wow air date was March twentieth, nineteen ninety nine, and the original. Uh, English dub was November 12th, 2001. Hmm. Anything else before we get started? No. All right. Here we go. Wait, what? Um, yeah, I was going to say. I'm so lost. So, wait, the syndicate was trying to find him. What? Because he's like a super good whatever he does. At, like at Feng Shui? Yeah. So he can like find stuff? No smoking area became a smoking zone again. <laughs> and life returned to the same <laughs> routine just like before. One thing has changed though. I'm so confused, dude. I never check the horoscopes anymore. <laughs> it has the <laughs> bullet holes in it still. That's kind of cool. Okay, so well that was an interesting episode. Um uh, uh I'm gonna be honest, I didn't I don't know what I was supposed to understand. Yeah, I don't fully know what the point of it was i mean maybe we talked over something important but yeah maybe um, we missed the the most important line of the show we're like didn't get it i mean to give a quick recap of that one just for the uh for the audio only listeners um, yeah so that episode opens because jet gets an email from his old friend oh what did the email say again it said some really cryptic like spiritual stuff like see yeah, four like, beasts at the place they meet yeah something. and i am there yeah and something about yeah what did it say something about the sunstone in that yeah where the four like the, beasts meet something yeah okay so then so he goes to mars to uh because is that the last place he was with that dude was in mars well he goes to his grave yeah. Because he's dead. Yeah. Or supposedly dead. Right. Um, and Jet meets the guy's daughter there. She's like behind the gravestone. And they immediately start getting shot at. Yeah, like um, immediately. Yeah. That was funny. So then they run and she has some weird little crazy divining disc thing so that she uses to escape with Jet. Jet brings her back on the bebop and that's when we get the backstory that she is pal. That's the other guy's daughter. Um, mm -hmm. She explains about the sunstone, right? And they talk a little bit about like the feng shui and that weird board thing that she has. Yeah. I didn't really understand how it worked, but I didn't really understand it either because yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but she knows where the four beasts meet, right? They go to a place where there's like a train and it looks like a blue dragon. There's the 
snake and the turtle, the red phoenix and something else. And they're on this building that's in the center of all of them. And then her little divining board thingy like spins and it points somewhere. And they literally just walk up to this freaking little statue and there's a stone in its mouth. And she's like, aha, I found it. The sunstone. Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> like, why, It was just sitting out like that. Yeah, uh, it, it it seems like it was mostly just like a riddle left by her dad to... Um, but for Jet, though, not her, right? Correct. But, I mean, spoiler alert, they find him, and he kind of says that he hoped Jet would bring her, so maybe he was hoping she would help him fi- figure out the oh, puzzle. Oh, okay, okay. I guess that makes sense. Um... <clears throat> Anyways, between that and her finding the stone, uh, Jet says something about having worked with her dad and that the guys after them, after him, are probably syndicate members. Uh, they set up a little... Uh, they they let those syndicate guys find him, right? So Jet can torture one dude for some... Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he choked him out with his awesome metal biceps. Yeah, uh, Yeah, and then he freaking breaks his neck with it. Uh, but yeah, they get the information that those syndicate guys are after Pow, and they knew that Jet would lead them to Pow is why then they were after Jet. Uh, I didn't yeah. fully understand why they were after him, but I'm assuming it's because he was the Feng Shui master and that he, maybe if they kidnapped him, he could help them do something? Yeah, I don't know, but he was like in a pocket dimension. And did he go somewhere or did he like die? I didn't really understand what happened at the end. I don't know either. Yeah. While they're in hyperspace and the syndicate people are attacking the bebop, uh, they decide that Edward does something that figures out they need to put a bunch of energy into this sunstone to make it work, activate. So they let the thing out of the toilet outside and Spike yeah, that shoots was so it. Weird. Yeah. And Spike shoots it with his cannon on his ship and it opens this little pocket dimension inside of their hyperspace travel tube, and Pow is in there, her dad. And he, like, talks to her, and basically, she hadn't seen her dad in, what, like, seven years or something like that? And they kind of apologize. He apologizes that he wasn't there for her, and then she's like, I get it now, and it's okay. And then that yeah. dude just, like, fades away. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't understand, like, where he went. Is he still, like, in this pocket dimension, and they just I... can never get back there? Yeah, was the stone the only way? It was, like, a one-time use thing to get to yeah. it? Well, yeah. Yeah. I, that's. I didn't really understand that. I don't know if I'm just stupid or what. I No, I didn't really get it either. Um yeah, and then Jet literally says, and then everything went back to normal. Yeah. That's so... that's his like summary, is that then everything went back to normal, except he doesn't check horoscopes anymore. Yeah. That was the end of the episode. So, yeah. <sighs> Pretty confusing episode. I can't, I mean, it had some really effective, like, visuals and stuff in it, but other than that. Yeah, it did. Um, I don't know, I yeah. didn't. Nothing else was that interesting about that episode, to be honest. So, kind of a head scratcher. Sure. Yeah, that was the end of that. Um, you got anything else before we wrap this one up? 
I really liked the first two episodes. I might have to go back and watch them all again. Cause I feel like I didn't really fully understand the third one. But I think the first two episodes were really good, especially the one with the clown guy was yeah. really, really good. I like that one too. And I, even though it was like a one-off, like we weren't really getting any, mm-hmm. there were no like background arcs in that one from anybody, but man, yeah, for a 20 minute episode, that one had a ton of cool storytelling in it. Yeah. I like that one a lot. And it was, the action was great. The music was good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if this series holds strong all the way to the end. I, I have a feeling it will. I agree. See, like that that boogie woogie feng shui episode, though, for me, kind of a low point, though. It, w- it wasn't the best. Mostly because, and it, what a hard follow up though to like the, uh, Pierrot LeFou clown yeah. episode. Like that's, that's rough. And I feel like that boogie woogie feng shui episode, you could have stuck it in anywhere because it wasn't really a sequential mm-hmm. episode either. So. You could have just had it at any point in the season, and following that other episode was not a good place for it. Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't. Yeah, that was a weird one. It wasn't really even about Jet. No, like it had a little bit weird. of background stuff for Jet, but not not a ton. Um. I, yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, you got anything else on these, or should we wrap nope. this episode up? No, I think I'm good. All right. Well, with that, you know, thank you guys for listening or watching, whichever one you're doing at this point. Uh, We really appreciate it. And all we would ask is that you like, comment, subscribe, all that normal shit everybody says. Um, And if you have anything for us, please feel free to email us, kotpl.pod at gmail.com. We would love to hear you guys' feedback and have conversations if you want. Mm -hmm. And yeah, with that. We hope to catch you guys in the next one.